0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's you up with Nikki Glaser, the podcast edition. It's Friday. I'm at um, a Starbucks in in New York City on uh, 23rd and 7th. By the time you hear this, I'm gone, so don't try to come find me. Even though I used to frequent this one all the time. It's a great place to just set up shop and get some work done and watch um, crazy people. I mean, we've seen a lot this morning. No, thank you. A man just came up and asked us something. What does he want? What did he want, Andrew?
2: He wanted to sell you a, a battery uh, additional thing for your iPhone for $10. And, what and what, three what? Ba- I mean, store value is probably 40 bucks, but I don't know if it works. I mean, the, the number is showing, so maybe he just found it on the ground.
1: He looks a lot like um, Dave Chappelle.
2: He looks like old Chappelle before Chappelle started lifting weights.
1: Yes, totally. I don't understand what he's doing. He's lingering by our table right now. He's bothering the man next to us. No, we don't want that, sir.
2: He's wearing a beautiful sports coat, though. I
1: mean, it is really an impressive coat. Um, now he's on his way. Okay, good. Um, yes.
2: I I respect his, his aggressiveness. I would never try to... I mean, that guy could... That guy should be working on Wall Street. You know what I mean? Like the difference between that guy and a guy on Wall Street is just education. I really do think that that guy would be a great salesman if he had the education.
1: No, he wasn't a good salesman. That was, like, he just came up and showed us this thing that we didn't even know what it was and said $10. Like, there was no... There are, there are some, you know, guys on the train that are asking for money that are great salesmen, and I do give them money, and people always say, and, you know, there's women on the street with signs, like, you know, with holding their baby, breastfeeding, and like, I hear that they make hundreds of dollars a day doing that, and it's like, good. I'd, I'm not willing to do that. That's still a job of sorts.
2: You got to wake up every morning. You have to put your clothes on. You, you have to put
1: dirt on your face. You have to...
2: Steal a baby. You have to get milk in your tits somehow. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? You have to go
1: to get us. You have to find cardboard somewhere. Find a Sharpie, because that really is the best um, cardboard writing utensil.
2: It is amazing how uh, a sign... I mean, it's advertising. It 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 really is like it's advertising. If if you can write a good, catchy sign, you could literally look better and less hopeless and less homeless. But if your sign is catchy, you can make more money. It's
1: pretty. Impressive. You know what I'd put on my sign? I would say there's no difference between me and you, except that. Like I would, I would appeal to people's sense of like this could be you. You know, I think that would really. I'm trying to think of what gets me to give people money, and it's like. That this woman, I usually I give it to women who I could see myself in. And I feel like if you appeal to people's sense of, like, there's not a difference between us. Because everyone that doesn't give to people, um, Republicans, um, don't mean to, like... I've, I've been on a... I got it yelled at this week about what I said about the Joker being about Trump on the show this week. I hope it's not one of the clips because I don't want to deal with the fallout. Already people are like, how dare you say that about Trump voters? I'm just like, I i think that people just think that you have you a lot of people assume that they have money because they're better or like i mean you have money because you were born into a situation where you either were given the self-esteem to go make it yourself and you were picked yourself up by your bootstraps but like what say you came from no money and you earn your money and like it, it still doesn't mean that you are better than the person that didn't pick themselves up maybe you weren't molested a million times or maybe you weren't you don't have the disease of alcoholism like you don't know what you could have been born with that would lead you to that and everyone just walks around thinking like oh if I were them I I would and it's not just Republicans man I mean my parents have that mentality a lot of times of like I wouldn't do that in their shoes and it's like yes you would if you were raised the way they were you would be the same person that they are there's no difference you you can't you can't say you would have done things differently because you wouldn't have.
2: I just don't think you could fit that on a sign.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a Could book. you imagine if that was like, and then turn, read more, and you got to turn the sign around for people? Oh,
1: yeah. That's it's crazy. always weird when they have a really long sign, and it just like, there's that John Mulaney joke about oh, writing a poster and how the you always start big with a happy birthday card or something. You write the H super big, and then you're like, a P and then you're like, oh no. That's totally what happens on homeless signs too. That you just see the writing kind of trail off. I think
2: maybe a good sign, like what you were saying, is we're all we're all a few stories away from being a few sad stories away from being where I'm at.
1: Yes. That's so true. You could be me, I think, would be a good one too. Or for
2: Fort i I'm I'm trying to buy a, you know a sixer, or I'm trying to buy some natty no, light. I don't
1: like those. Those were novel in the beginning when people would be like, "I'm gonna buy weed with your money." Just want to be honest with you, and it's like I think you're not being honest in that it's probably gonna go to heroin. <laughs> I appreciate your half honesty, but like it's you're not telling the full story here. <laughs>
2: So your problem with it is if they wrote, I'm going to buy heroin, it would be cool. Because that's not hack at this, because then they're being completely honest. Yeah,
1: I want honesty. I want honesty from everyone. Um, my, Noah, our producer on the show, is reading Lying by Sam Harris, which he's like my favorite person in the world. And he wrote, a, my first introduction to him was the book Lying. And it's a really short book, and you just learn that there's no reason to ever lie, ever. And I was just telling you that a guy lied to me last night, just a minor lie but i realized like i can't associate i don't want that guy in my life anymore because he lied to me in a ch- in a spot where he didn't need to like i was at the i was i asked him like are you hanging out and he knew he wasn't he knew he was leaving but he didn't want to disappoint me in that moment so he said yeah i'm hanging out and then he wasn't he by the time i got upstairs he was gone and i'm like he's a liar and by the way this guy does so many worse things than that but that to me spoke volumes. Can
2: okay, I ask a question? And I'm not saying this is about you, but if you lie to someone because that person overreacts to when you tell the truth, do you think a lie in that instance is okay? Because I think wrong?
1: you need to get that person out of your life.
2: Okay. But what if it's your parents? Or you know what I mean? Or like a f- old friend. I don't know. I think we build relationships where we do surround ourselves with those kind of people. And just boundaries,
1: then you, know. you need to be in a situation where you don't have to um, talk to them that much anymore or talk about the things that you have to lie about because I've been in a relationship where I lied a lot and that's, my ex-boyfriend gave me the book, Sam Harris, On Lying I think it's called On Lying or maybe it's called Lying, but um, he gave it to me and he he thank God for my ex-boyfriend who introduced me to Sam Harris because Sam Harris has changed my life with his meditation app and among other things but he gave me that book cuz he was like you lie all the time. He kept catching me in these little lies just like that. Like lies of just telling someone what they want to hear in the moment. And it's just and I didn't see the problem with it. I'm just like I'm just avoiding you being mad at me when you asked me if I've if I dated anyone we met tonight in the past. Why do you need to know if I dated anyone you met? And you know who you're talking about specifically. You want to know if I dated that one guy that you met. And yes, I did. And you know what? I know that you sense it already. I know that you know. And I'm going to tell you no. We've never dated. Because what you don't know will protect you. Because you're going to... There's. I didn't do anything wrong in dating that person. But I don't want you to know because I know it will cause... What? What? I'm, it's not even protecting him. That's a lie. I lied because it's protecting me from his anger. And what I should have acknowledged is that... His anger is something I fear, and I don't want to be in a relationship with someone I fear I don't my next relationship I don't want to lie about anything and i I used to lie so much in my last relationship about little shit because I just didn't want him to be mad at me and it was and then when you lie about little shit it it goes to bigger shit and then you just are like, you just feel like you're living on a l- mound of lies that you have to like just little like he would catch me. Years later, I would admit to something that I thought was so innocuous because I'd become more comfortable with him And I would admit to something and he would remember and be like, no, you said that you didn't do that I'm like, oh, that's when I was scared of you It's like then that just makes him distrust me across the board. I mean it was just It was my my, it was my issue ultimately though not his
2: so you're almost you're better off telling the truth Getting that person so riled up and angry that you see that you shouldn't have them in your life So that's why you should tell the truth because then you'll find out earlier. Rather than lying, keep it up. And then you keep this fear as opposed to getting the person out of your life. But, yeah.
1: so But it's so easy because it can start so small. I did it the other night. Or I did it the other day. I, like, lied about something that didn't need to be lied about. But it was just... I can't even, like, admit it to myself, like, the thing I did the other day that was just from such a place of insecurity. I'll tell you off air because it was just so gross of me. And I, like... I know that I'm going to have to own up to it at some point Even though this person will never know But it was just I out of jealousy and spite And um, feeling like I am not good enough I lied about something so that someone else Wouldn't have the opportunity To outshine me Like they could have I could have prepared someone to outshine me And given them a heads up about something But I didn't because I didn't want them to outshine me that's hard for me to admit, but I really did do that. And it was, a, it was a millisecond of a decision. And then I convinced myself that I didn't tell that person because I was like, oh, it's going to make them worry. I don't want to cause them stress, but if I'm really examining it, it's because I didn't want them to outshine me. And it's so shitty. But it's good to acknowledge it because I, usually I would just convince myself like, no, 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 you didn't do that because of that, even though I secretly know. But I can do bad things still sometimes. Or just, you know, things that come from a place of being deeply insecure?
2: I think we, a lot of times, especially when we're being uh, com- competitive, right? We Then we call it cutthroat. A lot of people use it. Oh, it's just it's so cutthroat. It's like such a way to kind of uh, le- make it legitimate. Yeah. This, like, behavior we have. Or it was just business. Or it was just, you know, we always have these, like, examples of how we could be horrible people yeah. to each other. And I don't know. Maybe not letting that person shine i I think it's so everyone can shine i'm so tired of like people like holding each other back because they're afraid of their own shit or because they think that person might be better than them so then they got to bust them down you know i don't know i'm just tired of it i'm reading too much twitter i think it's what's happening and i'm just like reading too much shit about like just
1: people what's something that set you off on twitter can you give an example
2: trying to think i don't know just people taking each other down all the time man people just love to fucking hate like you or like on instagram like it'll be like uh something like ben simmons made a three-pointer right he's never made a three-pointer in his career he's afraid it's obviously something mental with him and um or what does he play for he plays for the philadelphia sixers 76ers and he made a three it was a preseason game and instead of people being like okay wow he's really there's every single comment is like it's not a real season game fucking loser can't even fucking make a three and it's like and then markel fultz is this other guy who like was the first pick overall right
1: i i don't know anything about sports but how can you be a basketball player on a national team and have never made a three-pointer i mean is that a real thing I, I don't mean to be okay. th- To okay. add on to it But like Maybe that's a thing that I truly d- That seems like I, That means that I could play basketball <laughs> You know what I mean? I think that's what is that I mean that's how I feel Like how But how does this person Because he makes so many twos <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? <laughs>
2: yeah I guess that is what it's called He makes a lot of layup He's a triple He literally has a Um he he can pass. He can rebound. He makes a lot of twos. He makes a lot of two and a half, he like like he jump shot is good. I make play. a lot of twos too.
1: Yeah, you did yesterday.
2: A lot of balconies and um, but uh, no, he's an incredible player. He's an all star. But, he but
1: how can you be an incredible player and you never made a three? Aren't threes very common? I don't mean to.
2: He's a small forward. Yes, they are common enough where he sh- he has should have made a three by now. But people just love bad. I mean, whatever. You know what? Maybe he deserves it because he makes a hundred million dollars. Is that what we're saying?
1: I mean, that is one thing.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, so then there's also this guy. Uh,
1: Make a fucking three. You're getting hundreds of millions of dollars. Make a three. I, I listen. I'm gonna start making a tweet right now. That's ridiculous. <laughs>
2: This other guy. Hold
1: on, I have to draft a tweet slamming this guy that I just learned about. Slam?
2: Markel Fultz, he's this other guy who, he was the first pick overall, right? Overall, like, was, was a star in college. Then he got to the NBA. He got some kind of, like, weird, like, shoulder injury. At least that's what they claim, but it was more mental, where he just couldn't shoot anymore. Like, it was, like, a mental block in his head, so when he would shoot a free throw, he would, like, push it. And, like, he just literally lost his mind. And he's doing it in front of millions of people. He's 20 years old. You know what I mean? People. And so the, the other day he had a great slam dunk. He got traded from the – he was on the 76ers too. They got a draft better. But, like, anyway, so he's on Orlando now. A great dunk. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, but that's not a free throw, you fucking bitch. Like, everyone's just so negative.
1: That's right. Yeah, I mean but- –
2: Make a free throw, you're worth $50 million? Yeah.
1: Kind of. I don't know. Like, it, 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 yeah, it's just like so easy to criticize other people. But I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I counteracted my act of um, selfishness that I feel really bad about, which when I'm examining it again, I really did. It was a mixture of both being threatened by this person and also feeling like I just need this person to do this thing i need them to do and if i tell them this thing that's going to maybe make them prepare more and outshine me it could also make them freak out and not do it and then i would lose the opportunity to have this person do the thing so it was a mixture of both but i'm not going to deny that there was a little bit of my ego in place for it but in in response to that like i examined that this morning during my meditation and i was like that was so fucked up why did you do that and then i decided to like uh put out a bunch of tweets about girls that I am absolutely threatened by who are so funny. And who also caused me to have that little voice in my head that's like, she's funnier than you. If people see this girl, they're gonna be like, I don't even need Nikki Glazer anymore. This girl's funnier. If they compare her to me, they're gonna be like, there's no use for her in my life. So I decided to like, find those, like if I see a girl who's funny, like I just wanna build up women because I did something earlier in the week to like, bring one down in a very very subtle way and i do that shit all the time and i think if we're honest with ourselves we all are so threatened by each other and we do it so i just want to acknowledge that and i will give a shout out to um some really funny women that you need to be following right now get out your instagrams now if you haven't already um louisa lang is that her name is it louise will you look it up because i'm on my phone so i can't look it up will you just go on my instagram Hold on one second. Louisa Lang. Oh, my God. She put out this. It's on my story right now. And if you're listening to this on Friday, it'll still be up, I think. Um, Just go to my story. Uh, She put up. Hold on. Here. Yeah, Louisa. L-U-I-S-A-L-A-N-G-E. Louisa Lang. She put up a video of her. It's on her um, post. It's of her dancing. And she's a really good dancer to... Uh, leave that, please, to her uh, therapist leaving a voice memo or voice message to her. It's so funny. My friend from high school wrote me a DM saying it's the funniest thing she's ever seen on the internet, and I'm not going to lie, it made me a little bit jealous, because I'm like, you've seen me on the internet. Holla. My friend's name is Holla. Anyway, send it to Louisa, because I was like, my friend just said it's the funniest thing, and I'm almost jealous, because she's obviously... Like... Now when I feel jealous, I just want to like be inspired to spread the word as opposed to squelch it. Another person that you should really follow who is going to eclipse all of us, including Louisa Lang, is Meg Stalter. Meg S. Stalter. I went down a wormhole on her last night. She is one of the funniest women coming out today. She reminds me of Average Fashion Blogger, who you also should be following on Instagram, Average Fashion Blogger. But Meg S. Stalter. On Instagram Go watch her videos And go down a wormhole Have you seen her yet, Andrew?
2: Yeah, I've seen her on Twitter She has a big following on, Or somewhat big following On Twitter
1: Yeah, all of her stuff That's on Twitter, though Is on Instagram I I had already been following her On Twitter And then um, Instagram It's like all of her videos Are up there And she's just Pick any video And start watching And you'll get sucked in She's too It's too difficult To explain what she does But she's gonna be on my show Louisa will be on my show I'm gonna reach out to her Meg S. Stalter S-T-A-L-T-E-R Um do you have anyone to promote? Anyone that's funny and, like, inspiring you lately?
2: Let me think about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just... There's so many amazing I mean, women any, coming any out. Emmy Blotnick is Emmy so Blotnick, yeah. Hilarious man. I saw her the other night, and she was wearing white pants and talking about how brave it is. Because it is brave. Um, she was just, like, doing new material that was so worked out and so... She's one of the best writers. She's written so many tags for me. I had a joke in my um, half-hour Comedy Central special where I talk about shaving my asshole. And, like, how, like, whenever you go back there and just do a quick, shh, like, just you shave each side of your butt cheeks. Like, there's always mu- much more hair than you think there's going to be. And um, and I was like, I need, like, a visual representation of what it is. And she was like, she goes, is that a nest of daddy long legs? <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those jokes that people always quote back to me. And I'm like, God damn it. I didn't even write it. Emmy Blotnick, E M M Y Blotnick. Um, we got to get to the first um, clip of the week, and then we can get to someone that maybe. Sarah Talamosh. Sarah oh, yeah. Sarah Tolomash is fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Aly- Alyssa Limparis, too. Um, L i m p e r i s Alyssa a l y s s a. She does an amazing impressions. Go watch her um, compilations of like her mom's impressions. I mean, there's just so many talented people out there, and I, and I'm one of them in my own way. And I can't be threatened by other people that do different things. I can't do it all. I mean, it's so wild. Like, I can see someone like Meg Stalter, and I'm like, I want to do exactly what she's doing. And then I see someone like emmy blotnick and i'm like i want to do exactly what she's doing and i see someone like sarah Talamash and i want to like i'm like God, i want to write more like easy like jokes that just seem to like come from a place of like i mean jokes just come out of sarah Talamash that seems so effortless but they're so well ri- written and the truth is i can't be all of those women so it's unrealistic for me to i can't be all of them so i am me that's enough and
2: i'm you can learn from someone without being jealous of that person
1: yeah I can steal jokes from people without. Yeah,
2: yeah you could steal. You can uh, talk back, talk shit behind their back. <laughs> you can uh, steal their joke book and then just write swastikas over all the words. You can do whatever you want.
1: That's so many swastikas all over all over the words. Like that would just. The it best is way pretty to.
2: S- thin. It's pretty thin, and there's a lot of space. Yeah. In between. You're better off, yeah.
1: No, do you ever know when when you're trying to scribble out something that you don't want anyone to read, don't just scratch like back and forth, like violently. Write write things over it. Write other letters over it, because it jumbles it so much better. How did you
2: learn <laughs> this sounds like such a murderous thing? Like this is this is fucking this is the creepiest thing I've ever heard you well, say. When
1: they find the bodies, <laughs> it will all be answered. As to why I know how to do that. But will they find the bodies? No, because I wrote Um, Different directions over the directions to the bodies. So, yeah. Um, we got to get to the first show of the week. It was Monday's show. Kevin Clancy from KFC uh, Radio on Barstool Sports. I did his podcast um, a couple weeks ago, and he was just someone that – I was like, "Wow, he's a great broadcaster," and I loved being on air with him on his show. I got so much good response from that. KFC Radio was the podcast. God, we laughed so much and had a really good time. That was, if you enjoy my podcast, that's one I really recommend. That appearance was great. He was in. Kevin Clancy was in. Um, Anya Marina was in, and Elna Baker. Elna Baker was in. I said Baker. Elna Baker. Elna Baker was in um, She is a producer on This American Life You know, one of the best podcasts ever Hey, by the way, that girl over there With the ponytail Right there at the window Yeah, yeah. she um, she just looked over here She's definitely a podcast listener And she's, hey, hey bitch I'm talking about you Yeah, you're gonna be listening to this this weekend, right? And I don't mean to call you a bitch I say it lovingly, but like it, Isn't this weird that I'm talking to you from the future Or from the past? I'm looking at you right now You're on your phone You're texting But I think she's a podcast listener Because she looked over and smiled
2: She smiled?
1: Yeah Like in a way of like knowingly I know the difference between Just a random girl smiling at me Which never happened to me Until I was kind of famous And now it happens It's so nice It's so nice I'm telling you Being recognizable And having people smile at you Is like It's one of the best parts About This job
2: I get it a little bit
1: yeah. Or
2: I'll be on the train and I'll notice it and I'll be like, it, there's a different kind of look than like, I'm into you or I, I, or like, I'm annoyed by you. And then there's a look of like, I think I, that's, that's, what's his name from that thing where he has a lisp and he's really not famous really. And he, like, I shouldn't know who he is and I shouldn't care. That kind of feel like, oh my God, I, like he's beneath me and he shouldn't even deserve what he gets kind of look.
1: Yeah, that girl definitely gave me exactly that look and definitely gave you that look. It shifted from me being like, she looked at me like, you deserve everything you've had. And then it she kind of shifted her eyes even ever so slightly to land on you. And it was more of a, like, he doesn't deserve anything he's got.
2: Yeah, I felt that. And it feels good. It makes me work harder and also not work at all. So it's cool.
1: <laughs> Getting into the first clip of the week. This is Kevin Glancy, Elena Baker, and Anya Marina. What are we talking about? Hold on one second. Oh, this is Elna telling a story that um, I had not heard before, but is truly wild. You think you know where it's going, and then, oh my God, does it Shyamalan at the end. You can't even... Andrew, I wish you would have been there. This story is wild. Elna Baker is an amazing storyteller because she's a producer on This American Life, has worked there like a decade. She's prolific uh, in her journalism there. She's an author. She's written a book. She's just so incredible. Give her a Google. Give her a follow. Elna Baker. This Elna Baker, Anya
3: Marina and Kevin Clancy. Monday show. Enjoy it. The pizza story I want to tell you. Is oh, yeah. I, so I um I don't I lost 120 pounds. So I have to be like really. Holy shit. Congrats. Conscious Congrats. of I know, right? like, what I eat. And it's not like I, I didn't learn how to stop being hungry or stop wanting to overeat. I just learned where my like strengths and weaknesses are so i just know i can't be around food Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i'm just i mean it's similar to like an alcoholic yeah it's like i can't go to the party i can't yeah. yeah so i don't keep food in my house and my brother was staying with me and he came home i woke up in the morning and he had bought a whole pizza and left it on the counter and there was only one slice gone and all day long i was like don't eat the pizza just don't eat it. But all I could do was think about the pizza. So I'm trying to write from home. And I just, I keep going back in and I I like cut tiny slivers of the pizza. <laughs> yes. Like a bad roommate who's stealing your food. I'm yeah, like,
4: They'll never notice. Yeah. slice. It's a
3: baby slice. <laughs> and then I just do that. And then, you know, around like six o'clock at night, I open the box. And like basically the entire pizza but one slice was gone. And I was like, <gasps> like I hadn't been conscious of what I had been doing. And... I'm like, oh my God, he's going to come home. I can't, the shame of of having eaten a whole pizza and him knowing, I was like, I can't tell him. And then I was like, do I pretend people came over? I was like trying to come up with like an excuse. <laughs> so then I take the box and I gnaw, oh, I have a dog, I have a pimple. <gasps> so I take the box. I love
0: this move.
3: <laughs> and I gnaw on the edges. So you are a savage. <laughs> Yeah. This and then is incredible. I punch the box like a dog attacked it and then I throw it on the ground next to the dog, my brother comes home and he's like looking for his pizza. <laughs> he, he can't find the pizza. And he's like, did you see I had a pizza? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And then he sees the pizza on the ground next to the dog and he starts yelling at the dog. He's like, your dog ate my pizza. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm like, well, animals don't have self-control. <laughs> <laughs> that Just, that you, can't, you can't wild. And so then, and then, this is where the story gets very dark. Uh, but then so the very next day I'm walking my dog uh, it's a like aggressive pit bull so it has a choke collar and I hadn't um clasped it right so the dog yanks and the collar snaps off and then it and then I lunge for the dog and the dog thinks I'm playing with it so it goes like you know like a jump back back into traffic and it got hit by a car and died in my arms I know, it was like one of the most traumatic things that had ever happened to me. (sighs) And I'm there in the street, I'm crying, people come up, they're like, can we call anyone, are you okay? I'm sobbing, I'm like literally bawling. I kept saying, I want my doggy back, which is the saddest sentence ever uttered. So I'm on the street, I'm crying, they're like, can we call anyone? They call my brother. Uh, Five minutes later my brother gets there, he like comes through these people and he just like picks me up, holds me in his arms, I'm crying and he's like, hey, 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 hey. It's okay. At least for her last meal, she had pizza. Oh. 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 And I, like, threw tears. I was just like, uh, I, I ate the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and my my brother started laughing so hard. I started laughing so hard. There's literally like a dead dog at our feet, oh and we God. cannot stop laughing. No way! Because of just like the odds of this terrible secret having to come out <laughs> in such an insane way. But yeah, I um, I have a problem with food. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you...
4: So long story short, go to the gym. Pretend you're getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> Wow, that was the funniest, oh, saddest, and then funniest story God. I've ever heard in my yeah, life. I mean, that it... used to be, like, that should be, like, a, the pilot of a TV show. I that's know. Insane. That's insane.
1: crazy. That was Monday's show. We're still at Starbucks on 23rd and 7th Avenue um, in New York City. I had to look it up whether, like, in New York City, there's a rule of what, when, when you say, because the avenues go one way, the streets go another way, if you've never been here. And when you tell a cab driver, like, I'm going to... You don't, you don't say 7th and 23rd, 7th Avenue and 23rd. You say 23rd and 7th. You end on the avenue. But I always forget. And we looked it up, and it is definitely um, t- street first. But anyway, I was it made me look up this other thing, which I, I, I followed this thread on Reddit. If you're not doing Reddit, I don't know what's wrong with you. If you like the internet, it's the best. I learned so much on Reddit. All the information I spout out is me reading one-fourth of self-help books and Reddit. But this one is, um, what signs do you, do you see that allows you to tell if someone is a tourist? It's in the, it's in the um, Reddit, subreddit, asknyc. And if you live in New York City, it's, I really recommend following it because they just have helpful discussions on here. So it's just people commenting about this, and then they upvote the ones that get the, the ones that are the most helpful tips that get are at the top, So um, or the most helpful answers, or the funniest answers, or whatever. Reddit's amazing. Um, what are some things that make you let you know that they're tourists? Well, because I think everyone who's visiting New York doesn't want to come off like a tourist. You know, you just want to fit in.
2: Well, if you're a family, I mean, it's very easy. You could tell if it's a family, like two kids and a parent, definitely tourists.
1: But what about a family that lives in New York?
2: You never get them walking around with a together. camera together. Especially, the other thing is if they're walking on a sidewalk and they're walking slowly and they're taking up the whole sidewalk, it's a tourist.
1: Yes, absolutely. If
2: they have a big camera, like a large camera, then maybe they're gonna have to like bring into a black room or whatever. Is that what it's called? A black? Uh, that's a Taurus.
1: Wait, wait. What, what is it called?
2: A black room.
1: I would have. I, I think it's hilarious because I think that's something I would have said. But it's a dark room.
2: Yeah. Oh boy, we might have to take that out. No. I'm kidding. Black I'm kidding. is a dark color. Yes, you're right. Um, <laughs> so what else? Taurus. If they're looking up. And not at their phone. Yes,
1: that's another one looking up. Okay, so this person on Reddit, Dratch88, wrote, I can't put my finger on it, but there's a family of fashion styles that is decidedly not metropolitan, that absolutely screams flyover state. And he said family of styles, not fashion styles, not family like as in a family. Like it's like a kind of, I don't mean to, back to the quote, I don't mean to f- phrase it in a way to sound intentionally snobby, but families of white middle America middle america kind of stand out like a sore thumb apart from that there's a certain confidence of movement and position for new yorkers we get a lot of practice walking everywhere so we walk confidently and with purpose the ones who scream tourists seem to treat walking as a once in a while endeavor and almost look out of their element we scan around decide where to go then beeline for it treating passageways and sidewalks almost like highways we merge pass check our rear view etc and almost never stop short Tourists seem to view these spaces as simply places to stand or wander and absolutely do not understand the sidewalk as highway paradigm.
3: I nailed
5: it.
1: The sidewalk is a highway paradigm, though, is, like, very interesting. It's so true. Um, another person said traveling in a pack of people. These are signs that you're a tourist. Stopping to look at things such as tall buildings, like you said. Going to Times Square. I'm in Times Square every day because I work near there, but, um, yes. Uh, holding a pa- paper map. Wearing pastels. Looking like you have hope <laughs> Stopping in the middle of the sidewalk um, it's okay. He says it's okay to stop Just stand next to a building Exactly, I always no. stand next to something um, Ahead of a newspaper Little cart or something Just out of the way Buying knockoff bags in Chinatown Just FYI, FYI, it is perfectly fine to be a tourist here Welcome to our city, we hope you enjoy it So that person was nice This is the thing,
2: I, I envy the tourist the, the look in their eye the 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 wa- the wandering look the, the uh, you know the idea of, of uh, hope yeah and like wonder learning taking something in and we don't do that here there's so much of the city that I haven't seen I couldn't tell you what was you know like I've never I've been to one museum. And I'm here in the city, and then I'm like, I want to travel to
1: Europe. I haven't even taken in New York. I know. This is a place people come to go vacation. Yeah,
2: and we just take it for granted in a way. But then if you didn't take it for granted and you didn't, like, make your own schedule, you'd go fucking crazy.
1: Girls, if you're going to visit New York, here's my advice to you to look like a New Yorker. Leather jacket. Boom. New Yorker. Um, a cool pair of jeans um that aren't like from old navy no offense actually no old navy's making some good shit a cool pair of jeans and by the way i don't have any of this shit really like um but uh, a scarf um a look of just like sourness um sunglasses a hat
2: here's the thing though
1: comfortable sneakers
2: looking yeah you can't wear sandals you're crazy
1: or, or, or boots with heels just don't do that like unless you're going out but if you're gonna be with your family and walking around you're gonna just wear sneakers it but, looks cool
2: but there is a beauty of being a Taurus seeing another Taurus knowing hey we got to make the most of this moment so we're gonna try to fuck within the next 48 hours because we're both on Taurus fuck brain which is nice
1: I've never seen Taurus fuck brain TFB
2: yeah, TFBA You've never been on a vacation with your parents And you walk around and you go to like the jacuzzi Or you just see another t- I don't know, I feel like you always fuck more on, on a week a week trip Because you're ready to go Everyone's No, there. I
1: don't relate to that But you're a man, so it's, I guess it's different Speaking of fucking <laughs> Andrew Collin went on a date two nights ago um, A girl slid into your DMs Or did you slid into hers?
2: Uh, she slid into mine She told me that I could come on her face not good hilarious A callback to my joke about not being able to come good it really made me laugh. It turned me on. it was a little naughty, but it wasn't it was just not naughty enough where I didn't
1: Nothing think. turns me off more than you saying naughty.
2: What about um cauliflower?
1: Nope, naughty. you just sing naughty because
2: it sounds like your mom
1: no it's just, uh, just so I don't like it
2: so I mean, it wasn't like too naughty. Oh, that's how. And um, so I was into it. And then she was moving here from Philadelphia. She just moved here. And uh, I thought it was going to be more like a thing like, hey, when you start with something like that, I feel like it could be more casual where it's like, hey, just come over, we'll Netflix and fuck. I'm kind of thinking, but instead of that, it was more, let's go on a date, and I'm also bringing a friend, because I think you might be a murderer, even though I was the first to Well,
1: how did it become a date? I think you were the one that suggested meet at a bar, no?
2: No, she did. She goes, I don't know if you want to do anything, but, and then, then, like, I'm not going to say, when someone writes that, you don't go, oh, no, I just want to kind of come over and have sex, or whatever, hook up.
1: Yeah. Honesty.
2: I know. So then I end up going out on a date with two women instead of one.
1: Yeah, you were, talk, you were texting me beforehand, like, she's bringing a friend. This might be wild. And I was like, chances are she's bringing a friend because she's nervous. I wish I could bring a girlfriend to every date I ever go on because you want your friend's opinion about him. You don't feel safe. You want it to, like, almost appear like you might just be friends with him. You don't want to, like – I just – bringing a friend would be amazing to bring a friend. At, sorry for the blender. We're at um, Starbucks. But and someone's blending a spoon, someone ordered a spoon frappuccino. Um, Here's the thing.
2: I think that's fine. I think you bring a friend, it's great. I I, just knew the
1: friend would peel off as soon as she was, like, sure that she wanted to make out with you, which is exactly what happened. Yes, it is.
2: She peeled off when I finally went back to their apartment. Right. You know, you peel off. If you bring a friend and you like the guy, the friend should peel off after 45 minutes from the bar.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so the friend stuck around all night. Yeah. So you were thinking, what's going on?
2: I thought I was going to... Old Andrew was going to get a chance of redeeming himself and do a threesome well for the first time in his life.
1: Well, wait a second. Was there a, f- was there a sexual vibe with all three of you?
2: There was a very fun vibe. Yeah. I, I didn't, esca- it's hard to escalate with two women. You can't tell one woman, hey, you're beautiful. Also, you're beautiful. Just yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's tough. Okay.
2: So then, um, yeah, so then you, you have to impress two women. And it's tough. There's more pressure. You have to, especially on a first date where you feel like you have to be on the whole time. So now not only do I have to make one person happy, i got to make two people happy. But it was really hot because one was, like, this Italian dirty blonde, um, like, you know, like, smaller, whatever. And then the other girl was uh, Asian with, like, curves. Like, it's a guy's dream to have, like, a, you know, a nice variety pack. It felt like a
1: smorgasbord of women's hot women features
2: yeah like a little cereal pack you know when you get like captain crunch you'd
1: get- or you also get raisin bran because sometimes you want some raisin bran
2: yeah and that's probably more the italian girl but i like raisin bran
1: yeah i love it
2: so i think though if you bring a friend just know that that friend should peel off unless the friend's also interested then let it be known and let's all three have a good time so what happened so we walk around i took her to joe's pizza which is the best slice in the city i took him to wash
1: square because she just moved here did both of them just move here yeah
2: they just moved here from philadelphia they're pharmacists uh so i take one to wash square then i take her to joe's pizza then i take them to van lewitt ice cream we 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 you know we have a great time i'm joking that i'm gonna murder them it's fun so then uh So then I'm like getting the vibe So then I go all the way to the Upper East Side Which you know I live in way deep in Brooklyn So it's far I'm taking a risk that I might have to take a $40 Uber home Rather than an hour and a half long train Or whatever it would take at that time And I went for it and I got there And then the one, the Asian girl Wouldn't sit on the couch with me So I assumed that she didn't want to fuck And then she went to the room Then I'm alone with the girl And we're petting the dog together and our hands touch over the dog's, right around the dog's butt area. Mm. And she didn't move her hand. I didn't move my hand. and we... if,
1: you, if, you, if you know me, that's a glazer trick. If Guys, if you're listening right now, or girls, and you want to know if a person is into you, guys, if you want to know if you can make a move on a girl, because it's hard to know, can I kiss her now? If you touch your body parts together ever so slightly, a leg, or an arm, or a hand, and the person doesn't move it away instantly... Which wouldn't be a rejection It's just like like Andrew and I If our legs touch I instantly move it Because I don't need to like, Keep my leg next to his I feel it And I don't want Like That's sending the wrong If An extended leg touch Means something So if you get that And the person doesn't move it You're free to make, it, make out So you took that sign Because I've said that right Yeah
2: I took that sign It's a great sign Because if you're a woman and you do it to a guy the guy gets the hint but it also if he decides that he doesn't want to hook up you don't feel rejected because you didn't really put it out there and it's kind of (laughs) cool that we met over the dog so now now the threesome's back on which is pretty cool you know i just you know the one girl went to bed and now we're gonna fuck a shih tzu and you know so i'm all excited and then i go in for the kiss and then she goes i gotta be awake in three hours i i think i should go to bed and I was like, "That's fine." And then we kissed one more time, and then uh, I fucked a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then, did you take an Uber back home, or did you train it?
2: I, uh, I Ubered home with thirty dollars Uber, but they didn't drink. Neither one drank, which was nice. The <laughs> Uber driver didn't drink. The Uber That's good. Dr- well, I th- I don't know. We we had a good time too, but no. But I do think that like. The fact that they don't—you ever do that where you justify like, well, whatever. Like with me, with money, it's like, oh, I didn't pay thirty dollars to buy them drinks, so I could afford the
1: Uber ride. Yes.
2: So. I, whatever. Yeah, that
1: worked out. I fun. love it.
2: Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun first date after breaking up three weeks ago. It got myself out there. I don't expect too much. I don't take that, and and because I didn't have sex or I didn't, you know, have a threesome that I felt like it was a failure by any means. I had a really good time. It felt like I was living in a little rom-com walking around New York, and it's a good experience, and I can't wait to have some more. So just follow me at Andrew T. Collin on Instagram and DM me and uh, tell me that I can't come that good, and you could be next.
1: I mean, look at this hair that just walked in. I cannot believe what we're looking at, you guys. I cannot believe... I mean, because do you want to describe it? Oh my God, someone just walked into a Starbucks. A red-headed guy just walked into Starbucks. He has a pony, okay, the bottom half of his head is completely shaved, so like right above his ears is like a bowl cut, right? So it's so shaved it's up until right shady, above his ears. It's not, it's not that shaved, you're right, he's grown it out. So it's probably like an an inch of growth um, up until an an inch above his ears, then on top is it's not a mullet you guys on top is a gorgeous mane of a ponytail on top it is so wild andrew will you try to take a picture please go look on will you put will you put it on your story this will get people to follow you andrew's going to take a picture and put it on the story of what we're talking about go Look at it now, and then now, let's do Tuesday's show. Gary Goldman was in studio. Andrew Collin was in studio. Anya Marina was in studio. Gary Goldman's special, "The Great Depression," is now on HBO. HBO now, HBO Go. I don't know the difference between those, but you have to, fa- you have to go see- watch his documentary, "The Great Depression." It's half documentary, half stand-up. It's awesome. I'm so glad I know him that I saw it, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. So this is Gary talking about. Um, a little tidbit that I found threaded through his special was that he's into arts and crafts. So I got to the bottom of it. It's Gary Goldman, Anya Marina, Andrew Collin on Tuesday's show. Another thing I learned about you, Gary, that I wanted to talk about because you okay. didn't go into depth on it on the special, but you teased it several times. And I'm like, does Gary love arts and crafts? Oh, my word. <laughs> what is going
4: on? <laughs> I- I'm such a contradiction, Nikki. I'm this big athletic guy. Yeah. But. Oh, I love to, right now my, my medium, because it's October, is uh, gourd. I, I've i been, like, mm. you shouldn't give me enough money to buy pumpkins willy-nilly, <laughs> because I'm going to, th- have you seen what they're doing <laughs> with, with <laughs> jacks of the lantern these days? <laughs> oh my God. It's, right? It's not what? just, like, okay, we well, grew up, complicated. it was three, Triangles, yeah, and teeth. that was the top of your head, and then <laughs> yeah, every why 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 must every jack o' lantern have tooth decay? Why can't yeah. this is a great <laughs> ad for for quip? Is it? Yeah, okay. Yes. These jacks of o' the lantern need. <laughs> I jacks want people at home lantern. to be be saying, mm-hmm. "Why does he keep saying jack of the lantern?" Yeah, is somebody going to point out that he's saying jack of the lantern? <laughs> it's okay. So jack o' lantern. So you can put like Nightmare Before Christmas scene on a. On yes. a pumpkin, on a huge Have pumpkin. Have you done that? Not. I'm working up to it, <laughs> but I'm certainly not making two triangles and a, and a triangle nose. You can't mix up the nose.
1: <laughs> Why yeah. do you love arts and crafts? Where did this start for you? What is your favorite?
4: A, oh, I love to collage.
1: Oh, your reference to collage.
4: Sorry. Oh my word! Do I love to collage? Yeah. And
1: like a vision board.
4: Yeah. Well, I started off with vision boards, and now I just make fun. Things like I take my old basketball cards and I put them on a basketball. Like I glue them oh. to it, to a basketball. Which Wait, is kind what of do a you use to Deco-posh?
1: glue them to a gl- gorilla glue? Okay, yeah. but is that a de- decoupage? I don't know. Do you I don't know, know, what, you decoupage. know what decoupage? No, you don't know, but you've mm. heard of it before. Come Yeah, over I've to... heard it
4: relate. I've heard people call what I'm doing decoupage, but I don't actually know okay. what decoupage I, means. I, that was a
1: word that I tried to give Andrew to put into his act. <laughs> <And> slick, <laughs> slick sheen of modge podge. Yes, that's okay. what decoupage is. Oh, like all right. Topping it with <laughs> a yeah. yeah. Oh. So you yeah. have decorated a basketball with yeah. best That's cool. Yeah,
4: with all these like 1970s basketball cards. And then that Then what do you I, do, do with had. it? You just play basketball. No, I just display it. Yeah, and nobody really wants to see like the the i have one vision board that that predicts a lot of success and also a really weird thing that i put the word friend next to a picture of my my all-time favorite comedian chris elliot yeah and now we're friends whoa I, it works it works
5: do you know there's a man in the secret movie did you ever watch the secret
4: No, but I read the book.
5: Me too. The movie's cool. It's free on YouTube. I've watched it a lot. I I watched it like twenty times, and then I got a record deal years ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and one of the men in it talks about how he was making a vision board, and um, you know he put all this stuff, you know, wife, house, blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Forgot about it. Put it in his basement. Years later, he's like a multimillionaire, and he pulls out the vision board, and the house in the vision board. Is his house. What? The exact oh, home. He bought it. He didn't realize it. that when he cut it out. It was like a picture of a Hollywood Hills home. He bought the house. That's unknowingly. Unwitting. That is frightening.
1: Yeah. So you put friend next to Chris. And how did yeah. you guys become friends?
4: Well, the opening of the, the comedy part of the special, I, I became fr- much friendlier with the director because he saw chris elliott on a vision board and he said you like chris elliott i'm obsessed with him and we just started doing these i would work in like scenes from the show while i was while i was touring it so that he would listen to it and and be like i would just wanted to make him laugh and i started off this set by saying to the audience you came you actually came which is a line from an episode where chris elliott who was a 30 year old paperboy living with his parents tried to rehabilitate a neighborhood gang of youths <laughs> and he put up all these all these <laughs> flyers around the neighborhood to get the gang to come what <laughs> show what are you talking it was called of? get a life oh, okay oh, it, was, yeah. it was when fox first started in 1989 and or 90 maybe and then the kids show up and he says you came you actually came <laughs> And so we wrote an email to Chris Elliott asking him if we could use that in Amazing. the special. And he wrote back like that day and was really nice about it. He said, of course, I don't even remember it. <laughs> and, and yes, use it and I'm, I'm flattered. And then we sent him the video to show where we used it. And he called me. He, he told me I could call him anytime. <laughs> and so I, I called him that day. And and he talked to me and and he was so nice and so complimentary about the the video and it was just it was the greatest thing that's that's happened from this and and I actually Sade says it's like we got to make a wish from yes. this like I went to his house and and slept over one night and what yeah in May and he, he barbecued he picked me up at the airport it's been incredible so. So the vision board is one of my things that got me into the the collage but it's interesting because I'm I'm so anti-gun. I'm in favor of really strict gun control but I I my glue gun,
6: <laughs>
4: from my cold dead hand. It just makes everything go by so fast. I used to. That's what the NRA says too. <laughs> oh wow! Did Bonnie McFarland just show up? That is, know, that right? is such a Bonnie. <laughs> hey,
5: hey, you know you're I'm, su- I'm from Canada, so. Oh my yeah, gosh good, you, do great great you
4: do a great Bonnie. You do a great Bonnie. I could listen to. You and Nikki imitate people we know
1: And love are great all day long.
4: Oh, oh my Gary
1: God. You're great Gary She's very uh, like this yeah. oh, You guys
5: I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was Tuesday's show um, Now we are on the streets of New York City We're between We're at 24th and 7th Avenue Walking uptown Going to a little thing That Andrew, Colin and I like to go to we don't need to say what it is, but it's just a thing we like to do. Just going to a thing. Um,
2: musical. What? A musical.
1: No, don't lie to her. We don't need to lie, but we're just going to a thing. Um, okay. So, as we walk, um, we covered that Andrew went on a date. Um, what else? And then, what did you do yesterday? I didn't see you at all yesterday, which is odd for us um, to not see each other every freaking day.
2: Yeah, I went and I got. I went and bought a. You know. Gary special he's playing basketball in it and I realized like I don't have to be insanely competitive about my basketball but I went and bought a basketball the guy up. did it have
1: pictures of houses you want to purchase someday in your future on it decoupaged
2: oh yeah that's actually a good idea I should put something on there
1: wait what did he he did it he decoupaged his basketball I think we just with, listened to it with uh cards
2: yeah with basketball cards with guys that can make threes and twos. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I went and bought a basketball, though. I thought it was going to be like 15 bucks, It was like $35. And also, the guy upsold me with a... Uh,
1: where did you go to buy a basketball?
2: Modell's. Yeah. Where Ari works. Who no one Ari does. Finling? Yeah. And then uh, an air pump. The guy upsold me an air pump, like a, some French fries. So I bought a pump. I bought a basketball, and I went and A play. what? A pump. A what? A pump. A what? A pump. Huh?
1: Pump. Huh? Pump. <laughs> pump. Okay. Okay. So you bought a pump and a basketball. Wait. Why doesn't it come fully pumped? It do, Come. They'll pump it in
2: the store, but then, you know, you gotta you gotta keep it pumped. So when that, you were
1: pumping, were you like, I'm pumped?
2: I, that's what I would say.
1: I'd be like, I'm fucking pumped right now.
2: I gotta be honest. I was thinking about my penis pump a little bit. Anytime oh, yeah. I buy a pump, I think, can I take this off?
1: Yeah, most people only buy one pump in their lifetime, like one kind of pump. Yeah. Look at that dog in a bag.
2: <laughs> dog in a bag. Bag, pump. Yeah, so I bought a penis pump we all know in college. So now, you know, and anytime I buy a pump, I think about, can I put this on my dick? Will it make my dick bigger? And then I'm like, oh, no, you know what? I'll just fill up this balding basketball. So then I go and play basketball. I'm shooting around. There's a bunch of teenagers, which I'm actually more scared to play against than adults. They're all playing. So I just start dribbling instead of shooting because I don't want to, like, be embarrassed by a bunch of teenagers. So anyways, I ended up playing with them two on two. They were pretty good. My team won. I was pretty excited. We were going to play to 15, but then we just played to 11 because I got a little tired. Your boy's not in that good of shape. But uh, I'm going to get back out there. Were you
1: nervous that when you left they were going to make fun of you?
2: I do this thing with teenagers. I put on kind of a slang voice, especially when I'm playing with, uh, like... Black teenagers? Black and Puerto Rican. And I'll just be like, yo, hey, that's a good shot. My bad. My B. My B. Shit like that. I'll be like, yo, my bad. Yo, man, there's wind out here. It's bad. Like, I'll put on this, like, accent. But it's not really fake because, like, I do... i played a lot of sports and you just... You kind of shorthand your speech. Like, I don't know. But, Yeah. Like we'll get it next time, yo. Hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like I'll I'll add a little flavor.
1: Yes. My... You know what? We have to acknowledge when we do that. I was talking to a I was giving a girl advice last night about a guy and um a black girl and I kept saying, "Yes, girl. Yes." But I say girl all the time. Like that's how I talk to my friends. I'm like, "Get it, girl. Get it." Like girl is a thing I say. But when I said it to her, I was like, "Are you saying this because like it just It made me aware of it I don't know if that is a bad thing to admit But And then I go No wait a second I'm not going to stop saying girl Because It might mean something Like I say it anyway So I just kept saying it And I But but it was like I feel what you're saying
2: Yes It's the same thing I do Like I used to do this Especially when I first moved to New York And I learned You know To not do this I'll, I'll like quote Two black movies I know Like Boys in the Hood Or Menace to Society And I'll be like Yeah like Boys in the Hood Or I'll like Sing a rap Like one rap song I want to prove
1: it to them Yeah I
2: just want to prove That like I'm down with their culture But there's nothing That proves it less Than naming two movies That you know
1: You know what proves it less And I was I was talking about this Last night with this girl um, Is I don't understand White people Using uh, Darker colored emojis Have you seen this trend? I have white friends who will? Oh, thank you, thank you so much, girl. <laughs> That's so nice. Will you get my? My a girl just told me my backpack is open. Is it?
2: Oh, I thought she said she was a fan.
1: Oh no, no, no! She said my backpack's open. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, um, oh, what was I saying? Shit.
2: Oh no! About how white girls using dark emojis.
1: Oh yeah! Have you not seen that?
2: I mean, what, you mean to be woke so they'll use the dark emoji instead of the white one? Either
1: they're doing it as a joke, like, isn't this funny that I'm... Which is just the lamest joke. Or they're trying to be inclusional and not leave anyone out. But your emoji is supposed to be you. Like, your emoji is supposed to look like you. So you're not supposed to... You don't need to represent all ethnicities when you're using an emoji. Represent yours. And unless you have a very deep spray tan, I don't understand what's going on here. With this... What I've, what
2: I've learned about...
1: It's bizarre. It is such um, virtue signaling. And I hate that word because it's like what a, wor- a thing the right uses to like... So they can keep being racist. And they go anything that's like woke is virtue signaling. And like making it out to like, you're a good person. But it really is that. It's like, I'm so not racist that I'm going to use a Latina emoji. And it's like, no this emoji's you it's unless maybe if you're talking about someone it just doesn't make sense and if you do that stop doing that actually do whatever you want i can't control anyone else i can only i'm gonna keep using a pale ass emoji
2: it is an example yeah your emoji just two blue eyes
1: my emoji should have like chin acne and like (laughs) a sloughing off spray dan like i wish emojis got very specific ones with rosacea and like just a you know, an oily T zone.
2: I should just have two eyebrows that are like gray, with gray eyes, and a lift somehow. Just a bunch of water falling out of a mouth.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you can make your own emoji somewhere.
1: Yeah, you can do bit emojis. Oh, yeah. I just got the new iPhone, and it. And I think the it, this has been an option forever, but you can create your own little like animation, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um. And mine, I put a nose ring on mine because I have a fake nose ring that I wear all the time, which I wear literally all the time. It's as if I have a nose ring. And if I leave the house without it, I feel so naked. So I should just get a real one, but I just don't see why I would because it's so easy to put in and out. There will be a point where I don't want to wear it. So I'm just going to keep wearing a fake one. And anytime, I never claim that it's real. I remember
2: I, remember I was in New Orleans. I, I, that's where I went to college. And I was at this bar called Pat O'Brien's. And we had a, a black waiter. And I started freestyling. I was drunk, very drunk. I was like, all right, now you go, like, to the waiter. And he's like, do you think all black people freestyle? <laughs> and it was, like, a moment where I was like, yeah, dude, why am I such a fucking – I, but a lot of it is just, like, where I grew up. I'm just, ig- like, ignorant. Oh,
1: thanks. Oh, my God, that guy recognized me. Oh, cool. He just gave me a thumbs up.
2: Yeah, so I'm saying – Because I closed my backpack. <laughs> Yeah, you close your back.
1: He wasn't a fan. He just, he was
2: happy. He got a text from the girl at Starbucks that you thought smiled at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so anyways, but um, yeah, I don't know. You just learn through just being, just be who you are and they'll like you for who you are. And yes. They'll see, they'll see when you're being fucking fake. It's got to be so obvious to someone like that. You know what I mean? When, when someone,
1: you're trying to f- be oh. fake woke. It's brutal I have to sneeze let's get to Wednesday show oh boy oh boy what is Wednesday show shit I didn't even look it up hold on guys hold on Oh, Wednesday show is when um, Arden Arden Mir- marine Arden marine from uh, the show insatiable on Netflix season 2 out now and Andrew was in studio this was a fun show how yeah. great was Arden
2: she uh, we were all feeling a little down she comes in, she's a ray of sunshine she really is she um, she's smart she's insanely quick and she just makes you happier at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, that was, that's Arden for you. And this was us actually talking about depression because I have a new scale of depression. It's a one to 10. And every day on the show I check in, starting this week I've done that where I'm like, 10 is the most depressed, one is not depressed at all. What are you right now? I'm about like
6: a two, I feel great.
1: I'm a two as well, I'm definitely a two. Listen, I'm, I, I was a four before we started this podcast and now I'm a two. And I feel good about that. So let's hear what I was on Wednesday. The is Arden Marine, M-Y-R-I-N. Follow her. She's so funny, so cool. And a ray of sunshine, like Andrew said. And, um, and Andrew Collin on Wednesday. Hi, girl. I feel like I'm Ardent Marine Hi. is here, like the like the kind of biologist I wanted right. to be as a third grader. Oh my! Did you really? I wanted to be a marine biologist until because I just wanted to like pet whales. I thought that they you just like hang out with whales. Yeah. I didn't know you had to like measure them and like study them and know and like microscopes. My
5: favorite marine <laughs> life thing is that dolphins sometimes hump people. I know they like they, 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 they have sex for
2: pleasure. And then
5: they and there's like video like they'll like they'll like dry <laughs> hump or or hump hump yeah. hum, wet or dry like like people like people have been assaulted by dolphins I know which is
2: the other way around
5: which is exactly uh, I'm yeah, sure I mean they've sure. got
1: that hole yeah
2: <laughs> they got two of them
1: I would oh, say yeah. I'm at a so one is the best yeah okay so one is the best <laughs> okay and in, ten is like deeply depressed
5: okay this month I was earlier this month I was like a seven
1: okay I had like good. a
5: blue but I feel like I'm now at like a four.
1: Yes, I love a four. I like a four. Four is totally, you can manage a four. Yeah. You can exist with a four. You can have you can have a great day with a four. Do you get social anxiety? No, okay. I don't. I, I don't, Um, I mean, I guess we all suffer a little bit of that, but that's not my main thing. I get, um... I get self-hatred okay. that is crippling and then it. makes me not want to leave my house and or makes me want to leave my house and then just be around my friends and just talk about how... Sh- shitty I am. And then it depresses everyone and brings them all down right. or brings them up right. in, in on my scale. Right. Um but what what kind of do you have social anxiety? I do have social anxiety. Which is so bizarre to me because you yeah. are so um effervescent and so fun to be around and just uh, just a light. Uh how does it how do you have social anxiety? What does it
5: do? I get it's hard for me to leave my house. So like once I'm out and I'm actually one on one I'm okay with people. Like if I'm comfortable with you, I always feel better after an interaction, but I get nervous before I go places or with large groups. Uh, what kind that. of nerves yeah. do you yeah. get um, I get sort of bad self talk panicky um, I'll I'll just I'll just not want to go I will just be like you know what I'll, I will sort of dilly dally around my house and to the because I'm nervous yes
1: but like you go on auditions all the time like you you are an actress and, and comedian and you perform all the time yeah. do you get nervous about auditions everything stuff? I
5: get nervous for everything but you know what I've come to accept I have to say like a few years ago I've done Some plays in New York And I only Not to sound like A complete dickhead By saying that I say it by Realizing um, I think with stand-up If it doesn't go well It feels more personal I feel like with a play There's other people Up there with you And I did see that I had anxiety every night And that night to night Like sometimes we would have Our best performances And like the audience Just wouldn't wake up Or And it made me feel like Oh okay this is just Maybe it's also part of how Me being
1: excited about it Or like adrenaline manifests As deep dread (laughs) I get the dread I get the dread But my dread is like I don't want to sit around. I don't want to wait. I don't, I just want to, I don't, I dread the, I dread waiting. I dread being somewhere and having to sit around and and be idle. Like, that's the dread. I just want to go. I want to walk on stage. I want to get off stage and I want to go. Like, I don't like hanging. How do you
5: deal, how do you feel before, a stand up, like if, when you get to a city, it's the first show in the city. Mm. How do you feel the hours leading up to the show? Andrew, you want
1: to take this one for me?
2: Uh, she doesn't care. At I all. don't care at God all. Bless- I'm, I like, don't I'm like pacing, about- I'm coughing. Me too, me too. I do a cough that I.
1: What's your cough? <laughs> Oh oh it's so annoying. I, literally, okay. I and then, like I use anxiety to burp out, so much. like
2: uh, like uh, like some kind of injection. In he starts
1: coughing. It's going he away goes a to the bathroom bit. and pees like 18
5: times. I pee 18 yeah. times. Once I'm going I'm fine. <laughs> once I'm going I have fun. Yes, yes. But I
1: pee I peed 18 times for this and then once I'm going I'm fine. Really? Yeah yeah yeah. 100%. Yeah I can be uh crying. I can be in the middle of a conversation. I can be singing and dancing to a song. I don't Care? Yeah. Did you know, Did you? Did you always have that? Or, no, or I used like- to like look at my notes because I didn't. You know, I wasn't. I felt like maybe unprepared, and I just wanted to make sure everything was memorized. And I used to like look at my notes and pace around a little bit. But I would say in the last eight years, uh, 10 years, it hasn't, and I've been doing it 15. I would say that was the first five years where I was like, but I would bring up like a piece of paper on stage and always have it on the stool with my like jokes on it just in case I forgot. But now I just trust that I'm gonna, like, even if I don't remember the bits that I plan on doing, I can just grab something from my head, even if it's not right. I just don't. You also
2: get on stage more than anyone. It's yeah. like almost in the world. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so like when it's a yeah. weekend gig, it's no you've already been on stage forty times that week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's
2: like and you're almost more Do you perform
1: every night during the week here? Um, no. Like almost. I didn't perform last night. I didn't perform the night before. Um, I would say yeah, I mean Kind of, yes. Because awesome. then I do like, you know, three sets. Like, I am I do like three sets on the if I'm here on a weekend or five or six. I mean, or, so
5: yeah, if you were nervous for all,
1: I mean, you're warmed up. You've done your 78,000 yeah.
5: Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. I've done yeah, all the all Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> I,
1: I'm well <laughs> on my way. I haven't done it. I don't think I've done 10,000 hours yet, but I'm, you have, I'm definitely. You 100% have. You've been doing this for 15 years and you do like a. Th- you for sure have. <laughs> you think? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. You have. So you have. I just no don't get has. nervous. Yes, yeah. you have. I just, I don't feel... I wish sometimes I did because it would give me that, like, it would... I, I see people like get excited for shows and it angers me. Like Andrew's like anxiety angers yeah. me yeah. because it's like.
2: So I keep it to myself. <laughs> like, I cough on the inside now.
1: Right. because <laughs> I run through. You're Boo Radley. You
5: gotta go st- hide it in a corner.
1: What? What's? What's the? What's the I, anxiety in I, performing in Burlington, Vermont? Like, what's the worst thing that will happen if you? Here's the
2: thing. I don't get up that much during the week mm-hmm. as much as you. So there is. Uh, more lag time in between I didn't get on stage for like two weeks until Burlington that's one thing anxiety also means I care I think yeah. if I didn't care yeah
1: I don't care well, that's, <laughs> I like that I mean, <laughs> there's a freedom in that I think there's that. somewhere in the there's middle though there's a freedom though. in that we're back let's get into Thursday's show right away because I, I don't have much time to spare we got to get this podcast out Andrew how you doing?
2: we just got to get this out no time to talk to me Nikki let's get this out now
1: any um, pressing issues, any burning desires?
2: I mean, I don't think we have enough time to get into it, but... Okay. Where are we right now? We're next to the FNM train going downtown from 23rd and 7th. We're heading towards Soho. We just got to get this out now, Nikki. We got to go now.
1: Oh, my God. They just got... The, it got so urgent. I mean, we could talk about... Is there anything that occurred since the last time we were on this and now that is of... I didn't talk about my voice teacher I went to yesterday. I went to this wild man who touched me so much. Oh, we got no time. The train is coming. We got no time. I'll talk about it on the show next week. I'm seeing a new voice doctor. So if I sound different, oh, God, here comes the train. No time. No time. Um, New York City, guys, constantly in motion. This is Thursday's episode. Rich Voss. Oh, yeah, come to New Mexico. We're there next weekend in Albuquerque at the Santa Ana Star Casino. Andrew and I will both be there with Emil Joaquin You've heard him on the podcast before I'm so excited Um, We're going to be at Tulane University On Wednesday night Are you excited about Tulane, buddy?
2: To be honest, it's the most I'm afraid I'm going to bomb Because I don't know why
1: What will happen if you bomb?
2: Nothing, I know But
6: But like
1: literally what's the worst?
2: Nothing, literally nothing
1: no I, one's going to know that you went there. No one's going to care that you went. There. No offense, well, I'm but gonna open I know you're going to tell that them that you went there, but no one they don't they're students. You are an old man. It doesn't matter to them. Like, think about when you were in high school and a guy who graduated 20 years ago comes back and says, I went here 20 years ago. You just don't care. No one's going to... It's not as important to anyone else as it is to you.
2: Agreed. Agreed with all of this. It's not... There's no rational thinking here, but my thinking... In it's my- just like
1: when you went on stage and you were... Like, that one time when we were in West Palm and you were freaking out about the girl in the front row yeah. who you went to homecoming with. Uh-huh. And it was like, you acted like the whole room knew you went to homecoming with her and that if you didn't address it, it would be this elephant in the room. You, no one cares. I'm with you. Is that freeing or is that rude of me?
2: It's not rude of you. I think I agree with you. But I also do think that people do care a little bit. What
1: you, will you lower your voice a little bit?
2: I do think that people care a little bit because the fact that I went to school there and I have a lot in common with these kids that I went through. You a
1: have nothing experience. in common with them. It is a different school. Every building that you remember has been rebuilt because of Hurricane Katrina. You weren't even there for it. Everything's changed since you left There will be no thing that I will relate to them as much as you relate to them I went to college too I've been to KU and performed I've been to different places that I grew up No one cares about your history I have to just be honest with you Like I always think that like, they're going to be like Wow she went here? They don't give a shit These students don't care They care about getting laid the next night Because we're performing the night before Halloween They're going to be thinking about oh, I, What am I going to do later tonight? They're not going to care about you having gone there just have fun.
2: All right. Now that you say that. Uh,
1: but literally, think about when you were in college and a, if a guy said, I, I went here year 20 years ago, would you have cared?
2: Show. I wouldn't have gone to a comedy
1: Let me just say, would you have cared? So you wouldn't even have cared about comedy. So these yeah. kids don't even want to go to this thing.
2: No. no, I would I would throw eggs at you. You especially because I, d- I just wouldn't like your vibe back then.
1: Yeah, I don't have a good vibe. <laughs> I don't have a good vibe right now. I'm being mean to you. <laughs> But I'm just trying you to relieve you of any, like, pressure. It's it's just another show. Yes,
2: I'm fine. I'm really 100% fine.
1: What, what bit are you working on about Tulane? What are you really going to connect with them over? Oh, Perry Hall. Oh, are the girls in Perry still sluts? Like, what are you going to say that's going to connect with them? In my mind. <laughs> I know. What are you working on? I know you're working on something that I'm Uh-oh. sure the building doesn't even exist. I'm sure the professor, I'm sure the program doesn't exist anymore. I mean everything changes <laughs> literally everything was flooded and rebuilt
2: no it wasn't first of all you're just saying things that aren't true you you do that you sp- you spat
1: off and you you Hey, hey me. be quiet we're on a train there are children around there's a man across from us man spreading i think I did, heard
2: i did go i did say in my head i go You know, I I went to school here. I got fucked up every night at the boot at F&M's. I I cheated on everything. I learned absolutely nothing. And I'm here today to show you that you can be somewhat of a failure if you don't do anything. Something like that. Like, if you're very lazy.
1: I'm uh, literally going to go up there and pretend I went there and show you that they don't care. I'm going first. Oh, shit. Well, I'll introduce you and I'll go, I went here, everyone. I know it's not on my Wikipedia, but I went here. And, oh, man, the cafeteria and the gym. The new gym, you guys. That would have been nice if I went here. Cool that your parents' money bought you this gym that no one's using. I'll do the same. I can, I can make it seem like I went there, and they won't care.
2: Yes, you can. So you go first, and then I won't go up.
1: Perfect. <laughs> I I can't wait to see I how know. nervous you are beforehand, coughing up. All I, over my veggie tray. I
2: was gonna go. Yeah, I, I went freshman year. Sharp too. We got any sharp here?
1: What's that? The dorm?
2: Yeah, and exactly. I was gonna go, oh wow. Who still lives in shitty Monroe? Yeah, they should have tore that place down a while ago, man.
1: And they're all gonna be like, they did. We don't know what you're talking about. You're old, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta get to uh, Thursday show. Rich Voss, Anya Marina, Nick Yusuf. What a show. I don't even know what we're talking about in this clip hold on let me look let me look pulling up the email from good old Noah oh my goodness what a unprofessional broadcaster right now oh yeah we're talking about oh we did the cleaning out my notebook we we pitched new jokes this was really fun we did some joke doctoring um here's how comedians write jokes check it out Nick Yusuf Rich Voss uh Anya Marina here we go Men are seriously so much more respectful now in the Me Too era, like, since Me Too has happened in the past couple years, like, I feel like men just don't catcall cat call as much. They're not, like, saying disgusting things. They're not, like, coming on to me. And I was just like, I, like, love what men have become in these past few years. I'm, like, really happy about it. Or am I getting older? Like, that's probably <laughs> it. Like, I don't think men are any better. I just don't think I'm 20 anymore. Like, that's, that, You're just I was less getting less desirable. It. Yes! <laughs> I'm getting less fuckable. Men aren't yes. getting more, like, they're getting better. Yeah, so I think yes. that's just a true thing. But for, for, for like that, that bit, yeah. don't, do think? don't
0: say or. Just go, oh, I know what it is. I'm getting older. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. Not or, it's not or. Don't give them that uh, uh, direction. Could it be that? Say that's what it is in your head.
1: Oh right. You go.
0: You know what? You know what? Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's because I'm getting fucking old. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) That's good. I like that.
6: Is there maybe a realization point where you're like, oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Like where you'd like you drop something to pick it up and then even then no one did anything. Yeah. Or like a hot girl comes passes yeah, by and everyone's and like, like
1: what? Yeah, babe. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's just that I'm yeah. invisible, more invisible oh, to men is. now. Right. Yeah. But it was a real realization. I'm like, I really because there's one story I tell on stage about like a guy being like, Stay beautiful, and I'm like, oh. Was that a threat? And, um, and I'm like, I'm trying, sir. And then I realized that story is from like seven years ago. Like, I can't even yeah. conjure a so, cat calling story yeah, in the past so, seven years. yeah, so,
0: I was even at this cat calling festival. <laughs> 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 and when I walked in, Everything went silent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <And I> just... <laughs> That's so funny, the idea of a cat-calling festival that I bought a, a, a weekend pass to.
0: And I never heard so much silence. That's so funny.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> a festival. Thanks, guys. Okay, that helps. That's Nick?
6: funny. A cat-calling festival. <laughs> um, so... So just ideas for stuff that I haven't done, right? Yeah. Just okay. that,
1: or, I mean, even if you've done it like I have once. No,
6: I, I, yeah. These are just things that, that are nothing. Um, so I was sitting, I was eating with some friends and then we were sitting next to like a group of like early 20-somethings and we were talking about just like of whatever our bullshit problems were and just not feeling great about it but the 23 year olds were just everything that happened in their young lives were just like oh, i can't believe it wow no way and it started driving us insane and um
1: their enthusiasm for yeah, life yeah their
6: enthusiasm for everything so i turned to my friend and i was just like what are they wowing about like there's there is no more wow anymore after you hit 30 like and we started getting upset because They were still excited about stuff, and we're like, "Look at us! We're just like, what else could go wrong?" and this and that. So I want to, I want to find some way to kind of, without sounding like an old guy about it, you know, to turn that sort of like, "I can't wait until you know, you guys actually get some defeats in life." Yeah. So you can stop going. How amazing is this? No way! You ran into so and so. You're like,
1: who gives a fuck?
6: Yeah. Yeah. You're like, but by 35, you're just like oh, he hasn't killed himself yet? Oh, great, I guess. Yeah, that's like those are, And those aren't even wow moments, you know? Yes. Like the biggest wow moment I have is like, by the end of a day, I'm like, oh, cool, some like psychological problem that just like unearthed itself <laughs> didn't derail my fucking day today. Yeah. Wow, I guess.
1: Yeah, that Wow, I didn't weep in public today. Yeah. 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 Wow. But what is the last time, like if you could think of the last time that you were like had that kind of response to something? Like what excites you now?
0: See that's 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 the Run, thing. Running into yeah. somebody to gain weight
1: Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wow!
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody wow. that rejected me in high school. Look <laughs> uh, at you. Oh, yeah. huh, you want to borrow a tooth?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow! What a fucking that's mess you good. are. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Did you see me on TV, stupid. Someone,
1: when you that's see funny. someone who's more miserable than you, that's yeah. a wow. Yeah. I, I will have. Yeah, that to that's the thing. so good. I'm trying to like. I just feel like it's just you. Just become so. Yeah. I've I, I feel I'm on antidepressants now and I feel like I don't have any wows or like you, it just makes you kind of neutral. I gotta get off them. I think I'm just like I miss. I don't want the low lows, but I miss being excited about stuff like as, as much.
6: Yeah. But I think uh, that
1: might be just I'm an adult, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like when people keep going, what are you gonna be for Halloween? And I say an adult. I'm not doing anything.
0: At At home, I'm I'm gonna be sleeping. (laughs) It's
1: my favorite. (laughs) It's the best response, you guys can steal it. Feel free to use that when people ask you what you're being for Halloween, just say an adult. It's a great line. Uh, Rich, go. Here's the,
0: I don't, like this is, this is my newest thing that I just started doing, on because I haven't started working on new stuff, because I just put out something, so this is the newest. You know, if I see a couple or whatever, and I'm talking. If I if I'm doing crowd work and I, how long have you been together? Oh, a year. I'll oh, enjoy it, cause it all changes. You know, when I first got married, everything was all fun and games, but now, uh, now she's a vegan, she's a full blown feminist, <laughs> and I just found out she's pro Palestinian, <laughs> and as a Jew. Do you know how aggravating it is to live with a vegan? Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, See, so you saw, you can see really the punchline coming. Though. I could, but no, no the audience, audience can. doesn't. No, I didn't. It's yeah. amazing. Now,
0: now on stage, I'm talking about getting older. I'm not hiding it. Yes, you know, like a new one, like like when I was. This is true. I used to put myself in positions so where I could get shot, stabbed, when I was a drug addict. You mm-hmm. know, rot, whatever. N- no fear. And now, and, and this is true every day, I'm scared I'm going to slip in the shower. <laughs> I hold on to everything. I'm you them. love a railing. <laughs> I, I, oh. I say that. When you were young, you took handrails for granted.
1: <laughs> you skateboard down them. you <laughs> slide your butt down them, but yeah, now, now it's like you're just gripping you them. Me? I have a handrail to get in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Andrew just posted something on Instagram. What? Let me see what you posted. Let me just hit, analyze this. Uh, Andrew oh, wrote, "Hold first? on. No, I don't read the cap. No one reads the caption first. So you read the post first. Thanks for the question. Can you email my work email and I can answer it there? Hey, dickhead, just answer it here. We're here. Go ahead and just answer it. And then the um, caption is when you text or DM someone.
2: It really annoys me. I don't know why people do this." They all, are, If it's like a business question at all They go, oh can you send it to my email The same fucking question And then you gotta copy and paste Just fucking answer it there I'm sick of it Just answer it right there She's writing something right now a comment on my own. <laughs>
1: this is ridiculous. I really
2: wanted to comment on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just commented squirts. <laughs> and then wait, the and umbrellas. The umbrellas should have come first. Hold on, I'm reposting. Oh umbrellas. That's just freaking ape. Umbrellas? No, because then it looks like the raindrops are dropping onto the umbrella. Okay, go check out Andrew's new post, which I just posted as him on.
2: <laughs> which will probably be taken down if the lights don't pick up.
1: Yeah, he's refreshing it, like, so much. Wait, was that our stop? No, west. No, dude. Broadway Lafayette. Fuck, we just missed our spot like a <laughs> bunch of idiots. God damn it. This is what happens when you're podcasting from a train. Guys, we got to go. Um, see you next time, next week on the podcast. Uh, Squirt's right. Roy- Yackpot. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yackpot.
5: This has been a Comedy Central podcast. <laughs>